0: of you to stop what you're doing and listen hello and welcome to episode 38 i am Mosh and we got some news we got some music we got some other stuff that's what we do here we just talk about stuff so remember when i said i wasn't gonna do some red dead guides well I'm going to do a few Red Dead guides. So we found out that each item seems to only have three spawn locations. So, yeah, I might make a few. I don't know if I'm going to make all of them because I think there's 14 categories. So that'd be 14 videos. I've collected around 70 of the collectibles. I think there's going to be over... I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I think there's over about 400 when you combine all the spawns, and getting 70 of them took me about eight hours. So, yeah, that would take quite a while, and that's just recording. That doesn't even include editing. I wanna get the guides out for the collectibles that sell for the most money, though, because I feel like those are the ones that people are more interested in. Anyway, it's just a heads up in case you see some Red Dead videos. But let's get into this. Rockstar Games now has a PC launcher for Windows. Doesn't say anything about Mac, so don't know what to tell you. The Rockstar Games launcher is a new Windows desktop application that allows you to quickly and easily access your Rockstar Games PC collection in a single place across both digital and disc based titles including ones purchased from various other digital stores. You can also use the launcher to shop for new Rockstar Games PC titles to add to your collection comes with a host of new features including the addition of cloud save functionality to all supported titles, the ability to keep your Rockstar Games PC library updated automatically, and ways to follow all the Rockstar Games news directly from inside the launcher. So why am I bringing this up? Well, because for a limited time, if you install the Rockstar Games launcher, you can claim a free copy of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on PC. So. It just says a limited time i don't know how long this is going to last for download the launcher on the side it'll say like san andreas and grand theft auto 5. click on san andreas and you'll see the big button that says claim so then you click that button and bam you now own grand theft auto san andreas for free you don't have to download it or install it once you hit claim it's yours So you don't have to worry about taking up hard drive space if you don't want to play it right now. You have to log into the launcher with your Social Club account, so it basically just saves it to that, and you're good to go. The Epic Games Store has made six Batman games free to play. The Arkham Trilogy and three Lego Batman games, I think they might only be free for a week, and by the time this goes up, the promotion might be over. I'm not entirely sure. Or there might be a day or two left. This is why you gotta join the Discord. When all this info comes out, I post it in there because I'm on top of everything. The podcast is always late, but in real time, I'm on top of everything. Also, with Project Resistance last week, when I said you could sign up for the beta, I think there was only one day left to sign up. When that sign up went live, posted it in the Discord. You gotta join the Discord. Up to date on everything. But I'll put a link to the Rockstar Launcher and the Epic Game Store thing in the description. And if they're not available because the promotions ran out, then oops. So there's going to be a new PlayStation State of Play happening the day that this goes live. And actually, it will already have happened by the time this does go live. So I obviously can't talk about it because I don't know what's going to happen. They have confirmed The Last of Us Part Two will be shown. And there are some serious teasers going on for a new Batman game. Which seems to be like the Court of Owls leak that we were talking about a few weeks ago. So I believe those are the two things. They've already confirmed there will be no PlayStation 5 talk. But whatever is shown, we will talk about it next week. I'll probably do a watch along of that though. Because they said it's going to be around 20 minutes. Which isn't very long. So might do a watch along and then upload that. Yeah, I expect a Last of Us Part 2 release date. Which some rumblings are saying February 28th to 2020. Black Ops 4 has a new operation available right now. It is called Dark Divide and it has kind of a hero-villain type theme going on. You got new content. You got a new blackout mode called Heavy Metal Heroes. You got new blackout characters. You got a new blackout vehicle which is a tank. You got new outfits for multiplayer which again goes with the theme I was just talking about. New zombie stuff, new multiplayer maps, one is called Lair, again, the superhero villain thing, you go in your Lair, and then Launch, which is the Black Ops 1 map. New weapons returning, you have the VMP from Black Ops 3 and the AN-94 from Black Ops 2. New Mastercrafts, new MK2 weapons, and if you have not seen the trailer for this, you should see the trailer because it's ridiculous. That's Call of Duty. Like I thought Black Ops 3 was ridiculous with some of the things your characters could wear. But, like, Treyarch is just taking a dump on the Call of Duty name. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's some, like, drugs going on over there. I mean, we might need an investigation. We might need to get the FBI involved over at Treyarch and see what's going on. And from one Call of Duty to the other. So we have the cross-play beta of modern warfare these past few days and it was better it was definitely a little bit better than the first weekend i think i was just in a bad mood the first weekend actually i don't think i know i was because internet issues and i couldn't stream it and that's just it's annoying to me but this week went much better i think i have the internet issues sorted out hopefully i i'm disappointed i'm disappointed because i thought in a crossplay beta where playstation xbox and pc are facing each other there'd be some serious trash talk going on and there wasn't any i was ready to record and have funny moments happen and i'm sitting there and every lobby is just crickets and the few people that would talk were either just calm or they were speaking a language i didn't understand yeah like i said it was a little bit better there's still improvements that need to be made The 32 vs 32 ground war mode was pretty interesting though. I just sniped the whole time. I put on a sniper class for the first time and that was it. I just pretty much went up on that one cliff and just shot people. (laughs) When it comes to big modes like that, I just love sniping. It's the same thing in Battlefield, like you get me on a map that big, you're not going to see me use any other type of gun. They do need to fix the tanks or the APCs, they spawn in a lot. but We have some leaks because the beta was on PC, so some of those hacker ninja guys got in the game files and found some stuff. Let's talk about the leaked maps. I have a list of supposedly all the maps that will be in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The gunfight maps. Cargo, Hill, King, King at Night, Docks, Pine, Showers, Speedball, and Stack. Showers? Okay. Okay. I'm hoping when they say showers, they're talking like a map that's always raining. But, uh, <laughs> now the game wide maps Anea Palace, Anea Attack, Azir Cave, Azir Cave at Night, Crash, Damn! Dead Zone, Grounded, Scorch, Varskaya District, Euphrates Bridge, Farida, Smetna Farms, Frontier, Gulag, Hackney Yard, Hackney Yard at Night, Lumber, Malyshev, precinct Millbase one Millbase two neon petrogad piccadilly i don't know if that's how that's pronounced but i'm just gonna call it piccadilly port two don't know what happened to port one noir prison frost crusher gunrunner gunrunner at night rivney i don't know if it's supposed to be rivney or that's a typo it's supposed to be ravine but whatever rust shipment shipment at night terminal slums spear spear at night Speed Stadium, Subbase Transit, Takedown Torres, and karst River Quarry. So some of those names might sound familiar, like Crash, Rust, Shipment, Terminal, Subbase. Crash was a Call of Duty 4 map, and I'm assuming that's that's coming back. I don't know why they would name two different maps the same name. That'd be pretty lazy. And then. Rust was Modern Warfare 2 map, Shipment was Call of Duty 4, Terminal was Modern Warfare 2, and Subbase was Modern Warfare 2. So it sounds like they're bringing some maps back. Now obviously, Shipment and Rust, if they really are in the game, would probably be 2v2 maps. But then again, who knows, in the previous games they weren't. But we're not done here. They've also found files about Battle Royale, which is not shocking at all sounds like there's going to be a cash system within the battle royale called plunder and we have some of the leaked battle royale map locations bank boneyard damn downtown fire station gas station gulag gun store hospital layover lumber police station quarry storage town super center train yard tv station so some of those are repeats of what i just said in the leaked maps so i think The maps and battle royale locations were combined, so that's why it seemed like there were too many maps. It looks like some of the weapons might have rarities, like the different colors have different rarities, because in Blackout, it's not like that. Well, you can get a gun with like a yellow outline, because it's like fully stacked with attachments, but that's. We're talking like rares, legendaries, epics, you know, that kind of stuff. We're not done yet with the Modern Warfare leaks, the cosmetic charms. The little keychains. Well, we got some files about which ones could be in the game: a tank, a knife, a bullet, a car air freshener, grenade, Semtex, C4, flashbang, smoke grenade, Proxima mortar, snapshot grenade, IED bomb, pipe bomb, gas mask, tablet, EMP support box, Spartan skeleton, Grim Reaper, rat skull, brass knuckles, whiskey bottle. You know, just that kind of stuff. All right, That's all I got on the Modern Warfare leaks. But I didn't say I was done with leaks. On to Fortnite. We have new locations and hints at a brand new season 11 map. Now, I don't know if we're talking a completely new map because we've been on the same map for 10 seasons. It might be time to get something brand new because, yeah, we've been on the same map, but, you know, it, things change. It's been modified a bit, but at the end of the day, it's the same map. And I don't know why I keep saying we because I don't play the game anymore. Anyway. Some of the names of the new locations, and it seems like some other locations might be returning, Beachy Bluffs, Camp Cod, Dirty Docks, Dusty Depot, Frenzy Farm, Holly Hedges, Lazy Lagoon, Lazy Lake, Moisty Palms, Mountain Meadow, Power Plant, Pressure Plant, Slurpy Swamp, Spicy Steps, Sunny Shores, Sunny Steps, The Block, and Weeping Woods. The one that's interesting is moisty palms because that doesn't follow the naming structure that they use where each word starts with the same letter so yeah again i haven't played the game in a while so i don't know all the new locations on the map but a lot of these sound brand new so could be a complete map overhaul could be a brand new map i believe the snow is still in the game which is too long i think it's been in the game for almost a year at this point and it's gotta go and none of these names sound like snowy map names so i think it's gonna be going we're not done with fortnite so it sounds like they are going to be adding skill based matchmaking next season so rest in peace (laughs) no one likes skill based matchmaking if you have it in competitive modes great that's where it should be but in public normal modes connection is king and that's how it should be So we're introducing improved matchmaking logic to battle royale core modes to create fair matches what does this mean You will be more likely to match with players of similar skill and as you get better, so should your opponents. We will slowly roll this out to all regions across Battle Royale core modes as we test and monitor how it performs. We're excited to get this out for everyone to play with and we'll continue to update the system. Cause Epic Games is great at making the Fortnite community happy. Remember when they added the mech and everyone got really really mad and they didn't do anything about it? Hmm. As well as the skill-based matchmaking, they will be adding bots to Season 11 as well. Meaning that some of the people you might come across are not actually people, and they're just dumb bots. So, should be an easy kill. Should be. That's all I got for gaming this week. We'll obviously have more next week with data Play and all that good stuff. As I Lay Dying has returned and released their seventh studio album titled Shaped by Fire. Now, I can't talk about this album without mentioning the past because they kind of go hand in hand. So, I'm going to make it brief as I possibly can without going into too many details. So, just quickly, As I Lay Dying is an American heavy metal band from San Diego, California, founded in 2000. Like I said, they have seven studio albums and the band consists of members Tim Limbesis, Who Does The Screams, Jordan Mancino, the drummer, Phil Segroso, rhythm guitar, Nick Hippa, lead guitar, and Josh Gilbert on bass and the singer. So for years, As I Lay Dying paved their way through the metalcore scene. They're one of the most well-respected bands in it. They're basically Metal Blade Records' baby. That label would do anything for this band, and everything was on the up and up. It didn't seem like anything could stop this band. They had all the momentum going their way. And out of nowhere, that momentum came to a halt. Because in 2013, vocalist Tim Lambesis would be arrested because he would try to hire a hitman to kill his wife. Well, that hitman turned out to be an undercover cop. In 2014, he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to six years in prison. The biggest excuse so far is that he was on steroids and that was messing with his head, but you know. During this time, the remaining band members were in shock. All of a sudden, their career that was doing great has been sidelined. Obviously, they want to continue making music, so they recruited Shane Blay, who is the guitar player and sometimes vocalist of O oh Sleeper. They would then go on to form a band called Woven War. Woven War would release two albums, one in 2014 and one in October of 2016. And at the beginning of 2017, Woven War went silent, and it just so happens that Tim was released from prison just a month before the band went quiet. So behind the scenes, Tim decided to contact his bandmates and meet them in public, talk to them face-to-face, apologize, all that stuff. Reconciliation, and it worked. In 2018, the band would return and release their first single called My Own Grave, and of course fans loved it. But since then, Tim has made a really, really solid effort to make it known that he is trying to become a better person, he made a mistake, he understands that, and he's just trying to do the right thing. So his band members forgave him, other bands have forgiven him, fans have forgiven him, and recently, on September 20th, they released that seventh album called Shaved by Fire, and now it's time to talk about it. So the first track is called "Burn to Emerge, and that's just an intro that leads right into the first real song, which is called Blinded. I think they could have just been one song. I don't think they really need to be two separate tracks. "Burn to Emerge goes by pretty quickly. I mean, it's less than a minute long. But Blinded sets the tone early for this album, brings energy and everything you could really ask for. Pretty good intro. Shaped by Fire, the title track. This song has really good vocals. I mean, they all have great vocals, but this one in particular stood out to me a little bit more because Josh and Tim complement each other really, really well. So, you know, Tim does his screams, and then Josh just comes in with his clean singing. And he just sounds so good. Josh has such a good voice. And like I said, they complement each other so well, because sometimes, well, a lot of bands, especially in the metal chorus scene, you scream the verses and you sing the choruses. But a lot of times, it's the same person doing both. So in bands where you have two different people doing that, one screaming and the other singing, it can sound a bit off because... Like I said, it's two different people. They have two different voices. A good example, in my opinion, is the Amity Affliction. I think it sounds way off with that band. I think if they just stuck to straight screaming or straight singing, they'd be better off. Their voices conflict too much, in my opinion, like I said. Not, not bashing the band. Doesn't work for me. But As I Lay Dying with Tim and Josh, mm, it works. Another song to mention is Undertow. And this song has a guitar solo that is very fully satisfying. by fully satisfying, I just mean that it's not too short. Because some of the solos, not all of them, but some of the guitar solos are a little too short in my opinion. They kind of felt like cliffhangers or they were just teasing you. I just felt like some of them could have been a little bit longer. Because it's like, you hear it start and it's like, oh yeah, here we go and it's over. This album is full of great guitar playing and drumming. Uh, Jordan, the drummer, he has beard power. If you have not seen that man's facial hair, you gotta see it. You have to admire it. You need posters of it. You plaster his face on your walls and strive to be that. I mean, that's where he gets his power from if he didn't have the beard. I mean, pfft. my fingers were bleeding after I listened to this album. And I was just sitting there. Another song that has to be mentioned is Gatekeeper. If they play this song live, which I feel like they will, people are gonna go nuts <laughs> this song's pure energy some people say it sounds like a heavier version of slayer which uh, maybe at times it does i think the biggest part where people are getting like a thrash sound is during the guitar solo because the guitar kind of has that thrashy tone sound to it it's also my favorite solo on the album and the way it leads right into that next part whoo really Really good stuff. And then My Own Grave, which I mentioned was the first song back. I just want to mention some of the lyrics because this is a theme throughout the whole album of Tim trying to make it known that he messed up. He's trying to rebuild himself, redeem himself. So that's pretty much all the lyrical content. But in this song, the lies, the weight. It's clear I lost my way. I thought I was an architect, but I was just moving dirt. Stacking mud over malice, covered up, forming nothing but a pile of hurt. I hadn't been building, the time was spent digging, boring the barriers that kept others away. The deeper the walls, the less anyone could hear, hear me fall. So now I know there was no one else to blame, buried alive inside my own grave. Beneath my lies, delusional enough to think I had designed something great, like a giant headstone inscribed to describe my shameful fate beneath my pride crushing me, beneath my lies collapsing. I mean, it's just a lot of this. Finally forced to face what I had become. So like I said, that is what you can expect from the lyrics on this album. A lot of self uh, reflection, I guess. And I know I used the word redemption just a second ago, but that's, this is pretty much the album. Like this is Tim's shot at redemption. Again, he knows what he did wrong. He's not making excuses. He's not blaming anyone else but himself. Like I said, he's trying to be a better person. I think he's working with organizations to help people that have suffered from abuse and stuff like that. And he's not really asking people to trust him again. I think he just wants people to realize that he's trying to improve. That he's trying. He's not just saying it, but he's actually going for it. And some people seem to be disappointed that this album sounds like an As I Lay Dying album, which is weird to me. Like, were you really expecting experimentation? it's their first album in seven years why would they come back to experiment it just it doesn't make sense from a band perspective or a business perspective the whole point of this is that when the tim situation went down the fan base got kind of split a lot of fans left so this album is the band sticking to their roots sticking to what they know sticking to their guns and it's to keep fans around it's to bring old fans back and it's to bring new fans in It just would not make sense to come back after all these years and experiment and make some weird album. They stuck with what they know, and they pulled it off. They're here to make a statement that they're back. They're just like, hey, remember when we were one of the most respected bands in metalcore? Yeah, well, we still got it. The best way I could describe this album is energy. It's just pure energy, and that's not new to this band. That's what they do, basically. (laughs) Like, If you need something that hits, you listen to this band. If you need workout music, you listen to this band. They haven't skipped the beat, really. And this is a really, really great album. Is As I Lay to Die and Welcome Back with Open Arms? In my eyes, yes. So I'm going to give this album a 9 out of 10. You know, ever since Tim was released from prison, I've watched videos of him talking about the things that he's doing and the improvements that he's trying to make. And I truly believe him when he says he's trying to be a better person. You know, believing him or forgiving him doesn't mean you're excusing what he did. We all know what he did is bad. I just think there's a lot of hypocrisy that people have shut this band off. They've just, they won't talk about him. none of that. It's like they'll listen to Varg's band, Burzum. They'll listen to that. The guy that actually killed someone, that's fine. But a guy fails at hiring a hitman. Nope, that's it. It's over or they'll support presidents that do bombings that kill a ton of innocent people. That's fine. But a guy fails to attempt to hire a hitman, crossing the line. (laughs) No way, Jose. People are weird. Anyway, I'm gonna leave some links down below if you would like to listen to this album. I highly recommend it. And those are my thoughts on Shaped by Fire by As I Lay Dying. Onto my weekly pick. So this week I am recommending the music video from Ice Nine Kills for the song It Is The End it is finally coming out (laughs) we finally got a release date which is the day that this podcast comes out which means I have not seen the video yet so I'm recommending something I haven't seen I'm sure it'll be good I'm sure it'll be cheesy that's kind of the point but the song is really really good like I've said before the whole album is great if Booty God was here he would back me up on that we both highly recommend it I'm gonna try to finish this up real quick because there's a tornado warning and it's getting really windy outside, so I might die right now. Anyway, <laughs> I'll put a link to the video in the description. Wow, it's getting really windy. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, I'm drawing blanks right now. Oh yeah, every song is based on a horror movie and October's right around the corner, so it's just Halloween vibes, all that stuff. Anyway, to my weird pick of the week. Oh boy, here we go. Woman dreams of swallowing engagement ring and wakes up to find that she actually did. Jenna Evans was on a high speed train when she had a dream in which some bad guys were getting on and the best way to protect the two point four carat diamond ring was to gulp it down. Is two point four still the same as twenty four carat? I don't know, I'm not a jewelry expert. Any hoozles. About to be swept up by a tornado, hurry up. Uh, I popped that sucker off, put it in my mouth and swallowed it with a glass of water. Miss Evans of San Diego, California woke up and was relieved to realize it had been a bizarre dream until she realized she was no longer wearing the ring. She said when I woke up in the morning, there was no ring on my finger. I couldn't help but laugh at it. And then I had to wake up my fiance and tell him that I swallowed my engagement ring. Uh, she went to an urgent care clinic where doctors decided not to allow the ring to pass through naturally and referred her to a specialist. An upper endoscopy was carried out in which a small camera and device is inserted down the throat. Doctors located the ring in her intestines and gave it back to her. And happy ending. They're going to get married in May 2020. Okay, so I'm going to end the podcast there before I get swept up by the Wicked Witch of the West. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Links in the description if I'm alive to put them there. And I will talk to you guys next week. Later. (laughs)